Hello, Saints. Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. Defending wolves. We're talking about people who defend wolves. They have the audacity, the brazen audacity to defend the very enemies of Christ when they have no education in the Word of God. And one of the areas that they have no education is purposely done by the wolves that have trained these people up. And those wolves are never going to teach them about discernment, which the Bible tells us that the true pastors after the Lord's own heart, Jeremiah 3.15 and Ezekiel 44.23, will teach my people the difference between the holy and profane and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. We'll get into that verse and passage in just a moment. See, the wolves don't want you to know how to detect wolves because then you will see exactly who they are. Meditate on that. That's why wolves will ignore the mountains and mountains of scriptures that speak about marking and identifying and looking for the characteristics and the false teachings of hireling deceivers in our midst. Most people in leadership, according to scripture, are false. It doesn't matter if you like that or not. That's just what the Bible says. You got a problem with it. You have a problem with God. Jesus said, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening or devouring wolves. Now, was Jesus being hateful? Are you calling the son of God an unloving person? Are you going to go that far in your rebellion or is a time to repent and get on your face before God with fasting and prayer and a deep study of the Word of God. Now, discernment. Is discernment and discerning a biblical truth? Is it something taught in the Bible? Yeah, it's taught all over the Bible. Listen to this in Ezekiel 44, 23 and 24. And they shall teach my people the difference. See, there is a difference between the holy and profane and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. God's true servants, doesn't matter about title, I believe his true servants reject titles. They're not interested in titles. They follow Christ who told us not to be caught up in title and don't even use them. People always ask me, are you a pastor? And I know they mean well, and that is a biblical calling, but let's just stick with it being a calling of a servant and we don't need the titles. I saw a lady this week calling herself Archbishop, a lady. She can't be the husband of one wife. She's a woman, so she doesn't qualify to be in government leadership as an elder in the body of Christ, 1 Timothy 3, 2. And yet she's not a bishop. She's an archbishop. People are always trying to elevate and vaunt themselves above everybody else and above other people instead of dying to self and being the servant of all, as Jesus taught. That's how you get the greatest in the eyes of God. Now, what are we going to do when we get before God and we've been running around calling ourselves and, you know, manifesting ourselves as some man or woman of God, great man of God. There's no such thing as a great man of God or great woman of God. There's a great God who has had great 
great mercy on our wretched souls. We don't even deserve to be saved, and yet somehow he even uses us. Can you believe it? That's the attitude Paul had. If you study thoroughly the things Paul said, especially in 2 Corinthians, careful study of it. You get your highlighter out and your, and your index cards and begin to capture some of those truths like chapter 1, verse 9, chapter 3, verse 5, 4, 5, etc. We are to serve quietly before the Lord in the sense of not drawing any attention to ourselves. Jesus says that's what the Pharisees, the false leaders do, and they already have their reward. They do what they do to be seen of men. The Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. He shall lift you up and it'll be in a state of humility with his power and his words on your lip. That's why you got to get the word in you, not only to circumcise and continue to circumcise your own heart with the sharp double-edged sword of the word of God, but which is living. Amen. Hebrews 4.12, but also so that you know the word of God. And that's all you know. And that's all you teach. Growing up, and this was before blessed to be found and saved by the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. I was a boxer and really studied that and, and practiced and was on a Golden Gloves boxing team and stuff. Did a little boxing. But, you know, I used to tell people when I taught them how to, you know, it's a sport and how to throw a punch that you need to be so trained at throwing only a perfect punch that you do not know how to throw anything else but a perfect punch. Because when crunch time comes and that fear hits, because there you are being backed into a corner by some bully, you better know how you better be so trained that you do not know how to throw any punch except a perfect punch. Fast and hard. Now, please don't take that too literally, folks. I'm just talking about a sport. And that's how it needs to be with you and I in the kingdom of God. We need to be so loaded with nothing but the word of God through reading it thoroughly every day as soon as we get up in the morning, studying the Word of God, being militant about memorizing Scripture. Well, I can't memorize. Well, you can memorize all kinds of other stuff, but you can't memorize God's Word. First of all, get the real Bible, the King James. Get rid of all the other trash, corrupted new versions. Get rid of that garbage. You know, if you want more info, we've got a Bible versions button on safeguardyoursoul.com. If you got a little bit discernment, you can tell what the true preserved Word of God is. And I don't mean to be rude, because I know people that don't read the King James. But I can tell you, they will not be as sharp as those who do. Get a King James, begin memorizing and learning scripture. Put them on index cards. Carry them everywhere you go. Put them in your mirror, in your bathroom, everywhere you're going to be. Carry them with you. Read those verses over and over, and you will memorize them. Pray that God gives you a photographic memory. And this goes back to what I was talking about with the punching and the boxing. Listen, load your gun with the Word of God. So that's all that can come out of your mouth. That's all you have. That's all you know is to navigate through scripture on any subject. And when you don't know the answer, from scripture, just say it. Hey, let's look it up together. I don't know. I'm not prepared with the word on that subject. You see, we need to be instant, in season, out of season to reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine as we preach the word of God. 2 Timothy 4, 2, because it says right there, right after that, the days are coming, and that's the day we now live in, friend, when men will not endure sound doctrine. They will not endure, hold themselves accountable to sound doctrine. That's why these false teachers are so popular, from gullible fools who made them popular who are self-seeking people who only want to hear what they want to hear. They're not interested in doing things on God's terms. They just want all the good dessert and the trimmings and the cotton candy now. They just want to live it up. It's all about them. Why? Because they aren't dead to self. Most of them aren't even saved. I don't care if they say or think they're saved. They're not. Jesus foretold that many of them, many people, that means most, they're going to stand before him in a day saying, oh, but Lord, Lord, what does that tell us, folks? That tells us that the people today, he's speaking of the people in our generation, including some that are listening to us that think and are so assured that they're saved and they're not. You're not saved. Your life is not given over 
the Lord. Your life is all about you. You're the enemy of Christ. He defined you as his enemy in Luke 19.27. It says that you will be slain before him in judgment. In other words, you'll be cut down into hell. But Lord, Lord, he said, many will say unto me in a day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy? Do many wonderful works. And he will say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. And they will be forever irrevocably terminated into the fires of eternal damnation, never to experience another iota of comfort for all eternity. And when a billion years in earth's time has passed, not one second will have expired from eternity's time clock. Not one. Ezekiel 44, 23 and 24. And they shall teach my people. True servants teach God's people. And you see, Jesus said, go teach all men all the things I've taught you. End of Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Are you teaching the word of God as you're learning it and learning it together with the body of Christ? If not, why not? Well, brother, I go to church on Sunday. Really? The Bible never told you to go to church. It said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. It's the wolves made you believe. That means going to their little church business and patronizing it with your tithes and your presence on Sunday morning. That's not what New Testament Christianity is about. New Testament Christianity is about house to house daily, getting together with believers on the phone or in person at a coffee shop, in a living room or wherever daily. Jesus said you follow him daily or you're not following him at all. You're denying yourself, taking up your cross and following him daily, daily, daily. He qualified it in a time frame or you're not following him at all because you're going to follow him on his terms or you're not on the narrow road that leads to life. You're on the wide road that leads to destruction and you will perish in your sins. Ezekiel 44, 23, and they shall teach my people the difference. There is a difference between the holy and profane. Now, if you don't know the holy, the holy scriptures, you don't know what is posing as being of God and what really is and what's not. There is so much. There's people that are so naive and gullible that they actually think Joel Osteen's a man of God and a real pastor. You have got to be kidding me. That man does not preach the original gospel. And if you had a little bit cursory knowledge of the teachings of Jesus in the gospels, you would immediately see such. And that's the only way you're going to get delivered from false teachers and being led astray is to get your own heart right with God. And that starts by repenting right now before the Lord, asking him to forgive you, but not following him, but following mere men, sinful men, and get in his, and then when you begin to get in his word, you, the truth is going to begin to make you free. Jesus said to those that had just believed on him, they'd just gotten saved. He said, only if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You're going to be made free from the lies only through the truth. You've got to know the definite article in order to be able to spot, to discern that which is a counterfeit. And let me tell you, folks, sometimes it is so close. It is scary how close some of the counterfeits are. They shall teach my people Ezekiel 44, 23. I want you to become very familiar with. Write it on an index card and memorize this verse and teach it to others. Mark it in your Bible. Ezekiel 44, 23. And they shall teach my people the difference between the holy and profane and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. Verse 24. And in controversy shall they stand in judgment and they shall judge it according to my judgments, according to God's words. That's what judgments means here. And they shall keep my laws on my word and my statutes in all mine assemblies. Hallelujah. Those who truly serve the Lord and are used of God teach people the difference between that which calls itself Christian
question and that which is and that which isn't. Rightly dividing the word of truth can only come as we study to show ourselves approved unto God. Amen. Second Timothy 2.15 memorize this verse, please, beloved. Second Timothy 2.15 says, study to show your own self approved before God, not men. A workman that needed not to be ashamed because you will in the end if you don't study. Rightly dividing the word of truth. The only way you can rightly divide the word of truth is to study to show yourself approved unto God. Study God's word. Letting God be true in every man a liar. Romans 3, 4. Let God be true in every man a liar. And then notice in verse 24 of Ezekiel 44. In controversy, they shall stand in judgment and they shall judge it according to my judgment. In other words, those who truly follow the Lord, they stand in controversy. Well, what do you mean? They stand in judgment. In controversy, they shall stand in judgment. Let me tell you, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. Force. Matthew 11, 12. You're going to be attacked when you stand up and speak the truth. You know, persecution comes for the word's sake. I believe that Mark 4, 15, perhaps persecution comes for the word's sake. Might be right in that area. Verse 17, verse 15, something like that. Jesus said the persecution was going to come for the word's sake. Just keep speaking the word, man. It's cut. The, the persecution is coming through men and devils and devils using deceived men and women who are trying to defend wolves and coming against you and saying you're trying to act like the judge. No, we're not trying to act like the judge, godly people, but they're speaking the word of the judge. There's only one judge. It's God. But God has spoken. God has spoken in the 66 glorious book of his words, and we're speaking his judgment, like it or not. Take warning or rebel, and he'll turn you over to strong delusion for not loving and being valiant for the truth. Here's another reference I want you to write down and become extremely familiar with. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 12. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 12. Extremely important. Also, Acts 17, 11 speaks of the Berean believers who God said were noble. Why? Because they, when they heard what Paul preached, they searched the scriptures daily to see whether or not those things Paul was preaching were true or false. See, so that they can discern the difference between that which is holy and that which is profane. Of course, Paul was preaching and was given the original gospel authenticated divinely by God to give us much of the New Testament. Hallelujah. But the Berean believers are called noble by God because they weren't gullible. They weren't ignorant fools who just went along with everything they heard and followed these people who made them, who told stories and fables and, and gave these prophetic words and all this foolishness and weren't in the Word of God. Only a fool follows fools. The Bible uses that term numerous times, especially in the book of Proverbs. And in controversy shall they stand in judgment. In other words, you're going to become against, as we talked about on the last segment. People are going to come against you. Fear not, fret not. You're serving the Most High God. He said, I will repay. Avenge not yourselves. And then he says, I will repay. I will repay. God will judge them for coming against his watchmen who are walking in the love of God. And because they're walking in the real love of God, as defined by Scripture, they're warning folks and teaching folks and warning people in order to protect them. Let me ask you something. How many parents would you call loving who let their five-year-old kid play near the street and don't warn them? You have got to be kidding me if you're going to call that love. That is absolute hatred. Oh, but they might offend the little five-year-old if they don't let them do everything they want to do and just let them run in the street and get hit by a car. And that's love. That is so demonic and hateful, it can't even be described. And yet, you're coming against people who are warning, especially younger Christians, to beware of certain false prophets so that they are not destroyed eternally. Their own eternal, never-ending 
unoffending soul is not destroyed in hell with these false prophets. And you're calling that unloving. If you are, you don't have a clue. You really need to get saved. Repent and be saved and get into God's work. You see, in controversy, they shall stand in judgment. You see, people are going to come against you when you speak the truth. Fear not. We read in Hebrews 10 that God will have no pleasure in those who draw back. So do not draw back. Let that embolden you to preach it harder and more. And they shall judge it according to my judgments. They shall speak to every situation with God's word. That's what that's saying. Amen. We're to be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh of the hope that is in us with meekness and fear. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 3 verse 15. Notice in Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15, the Bible says, and I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Notice the pastors or the shepherds. Now this does not mean you, it does, having a building and a stupid piece of wood to stand behind does not make you a pastor. That is not what a pastor is. A pastor is somebody who dies to self, serves the Lord, and is quickened by the Spirit to go out and teach, nurture, tend to, and feed God's people on a daily basis. He doesn't put on a show on Sunday morning and maybe Wednesday night. That's nothing but a hireling wolf. Most of those guys could care less to lead somebody to Christ or even pass out a track or really spend some time in the Word with people during the week. Why? Because they're performing. They don't want to be bothered with all that. They're running a business and all they do is come in and parade themselves and a lot of times in their three-piece suits and other ones use different flavors, a different lore to catch other self-serving fish like, you know, pants with holes in them and cool looking, you know, casual clothes, whatever. They're performing, folk, if they're not literally tending to the flock of God every day by feeding them, teaching them discernment, nurturing them, rebuking them, admonishing them when they need it, and growing in grace with them. Amen. That's what a pastor is, not somebody who sets up a church building. You kidding me? We are so gullible. It's not even funny. That's not a pastor. Any shyster can do that. And I will give you pastors according to mine heart. This is the Lord talking. Did Jesus set up buildings? Not one. And he was a carpenter. Hello. He said, I will build my church, my people. And how does that happen? God does that by his word and spirit in the hearts of men. He builds his kingdom. That's how God's building his kingdom. And by saving new souls and then building his kingdom truth in their hearts. Amen. I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. The Bible tells us to feed my sheep. That's what Jesus said. Some of you listening need to take heed to that and obey that and repent and go on a fast and get everything out of your life that's hindering you from doing that. Get in the word and get in the word with other people. That's just, that's how easy it is. Prayerfully and sincerely in the fear of God and the love of God. Man, I'm telling you, we could go on and on and on. There is no end to the scriptures on this subject. No end, no end. But beloved, beware of the counterfeit love that comes and says and acts like it's walking in love by allowing false prophets and wolves who are destroying God's people and deceiving them to go undetected in the cover for those animals that Paul said are the enemies of the cross of Christ. We've got an article on the website, safeguardyoursoul.com. And there's a search box, by the way. If you can't find something, just type a word into the search box. And also site map, another button on there. Here's this one's title, weakness, comma, disobedience, comma, false love, comma, and self-love, masking itself as tolerance. That's an interesting article. Starts off with the word weakness, comma, disobedience. If you punch that into the search box, it'll come up. Let's not walk in false love and let's rebuke those who are walking in false love and acting like it's loving to shield and cover for and protect 
the vile enemies of God, whom Paul said are the ministers of Satan operating among the people of God and acting like they're the servants of Christ. They're like angels of light. They're satanic angels that are, and demons that, that are possessing these men and using them, if you will, to destroy souls and lead them into eternal damnation. This is not a game, folks. This is for all the marbles, as they say. We only have this one life to live, and we're going to end it in the truth down the narrow road that leads to life or down the wide road that leads to destruction. God bless you. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several, many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting, and feel free to visit our donate page on the site, and you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon, and you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so, and a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.